All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Real Estate Investing with Alex Deacon. My name is Adam, and I am here with the man of the hour, the deacon of real estate, Alex Deacon. Alex, how are you doing this Monday afternoon, sir? It's Wednesday. Yeah, it's Wednesday. Wednesday, man. My days are blending in. I'm like on three hours of sleep every night. It's just, I'm, I'm blending. So, how are you this Wednesday afternoon? I'm doing good, buddy. How are you this Monday morning? Yeah, right. <laughs> okay, we're doing fine. Yeah, sun's shining again. Nice day today. Got the Corvette out. Oh, yeah. got the vet out. Woo. When the vet's out, it's a good day. Yeah, it's almost going to be almost 50 degrees today. I got the Chevy Cruze yeah. out with the scratches on the oh, side. Oh, sweet. Sweet. Let's race Super later. Super sweet. You know, Let's yeah. Racing. I'll lose. Yeah, but you, you'll win uh, the, the marathon because I'll have to stop at a gas station at some point. And you'll just keep, <laughs> you'll be like, me, me, bye-bye. I'll go five miles over the speed limit and a panic attack will shoot in. And I'll be like, oh. <laughs> Um, all right, let's see. Before we get to, because what we're going to talk about t today, guys, is uh, we're going to talk about finding a geographical area to invest in, and we're going to touch on that in a minute. But first, uh, let me get the cheap plugs out of the way. Here's where you want to find us. Find us, search Deacon Hoover on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Those are our handles on all three sites. Go to Alex Deacon's meetups uh, on meetup.com. Uh, register for his groups on there. Sign up for his groups. His, uh, his real estate investing uh, meetup group has 653 three people I think in it now mm -hmm. uh, and your Pittsburgh landlording group is over 100 members now as well right. yeah. um, and they're they've both been really rapidly growing so we want to make sure that you're you're networking with people there go to our YouTube channel same thing search Deacon Hoover real estate advisors make sure you're going to our website dhrea.com find our listings there go to news and updates we have blogs we have listings we have all of our podcasts um, that now we're, we're closing in on 100 episodes Alex Oh, no we are closing in very soon. So within, I think by the end of, depending on how our cycles go the next couple of weeks, we're going to be at 100 in about two weeks or so, two or three weeks. Okay. I'll have to celebrate. Hey. So. so today we are going to talk about, uh, Alex wanted to bring up talking about the finding a geographical area to invest in, uh, where you should maybe focus uh, your energy on uh, and what you should kind of get to know about that. So I'm going to hand over to, Hand it over to the man with all the knowledge, Mr. Deacon. The man with all the knowledge. With all the knowledge. But there's there's people that have the knowledge. You have all the <laughs> knowledge. Have all the knowledge. You have all the knowledge. Huh, interesting. I'll have to remind my wife and, and my daughters about that. <laughs> yeah, same here. They don't think I have all the knowledge. <laughs> Yeah, what were we discussing? Uh, we were finding I might it. have all the knowledge, but I have short-term memory problems. We're, we're doing the, the finding a geographical area to invest in. Oh, it's okay. Right. Listen, it's it's a Thursday that. morning, so none of us yeah, can. Yeah, right. It's Saturday <laughs> afternoon. Who cares? Okay. Yeah, the reason I wanted to focus on this today was, I guess, to, you know, to remind myself to stop stepping outside of my little box and my parameters of what I'm comfortable with, because every time I do that, I screw up and yeah I wish I would just listen to what I try to preach to others instead of do as I say not as I do type right thing. I'm still learning but yeah it's it's so important to so when you're when you're buying real estate first of all to buy and hold or to flip it I don't think there is any difference to what I'm about to share with you and what I and and I've heard this from you know, quite a few other successful investors, and um, it seems to resonate with most people that are successful in this. And that's stay in your lane. You know, stay it with what you know. So, ge so geographically speaking, I think it's it's just super important to focus on one area, mm -hmm. 
geographically. It doesn't have to be, you don't have to be close. I mean, you can be, you can be living in Italy and buying property only in Pittsburgh in Brentwood Correct. or in the general South Hills area. Not, you, you can't live, you shouldn't live in, out, you know, out of the country in Italy, for example, and buy anything in Pennsylvania right. or anything in Allegheny County, right. even just Allegheny County, you know, it, it really should be specific. So you, you living out of the country can physically and literally know those areas, like street by street, perhaps. You know, you might even know them house by house if you really get to know right. the area. You really focus in. Uh, the reason you want to do that is because it's too difficult to you're competing against all all the other investors who not only are out of the country, out of state, or live here that are investing in Pittsburgh. You're competing. The competition is fierce. So if you're trying to buy, if you're, trying, you're trying to be everything to everybody and buy condos and townhomes and raw land and commercial and in every area, you're going to fail. There is just no way that you can deviate from that. Right. You can only stretch yourself so far. So either whether you're starting out or whether you just want to grow your business and be highly, I mean, highly, highly successful and an expert in one area, there's nothing wrong with that. Because right. you can always, and, and I think the important thing is once you really learn one area, then you can branch off into the areas surrounding that area. You know, you mm -hmm. slowly make your footprint bigger and bigger and bigger. And I don't know if, sometimes I think that gets lost in translation sometimes because people try to take on all of like, you know, an outside, an outside area, so mm -hmm. a certain radius, so to speak. Yep. When if you just shrink your radius down at first, and then slowly grow that radius out. That could be, you know, a little bit easier pathway to success. Correct. So I'll give you a good example because I use my mistakes a lot of times and my successes to, to help explain what I'm trying to, to get across the, the mic here. Now, I've recently purchased something in an area that's probably in 45 minutes from, from here, from where I live, and I'm not real familiar with that area. Um, I thought I was getting a good deal on, on the place, and I still believe I did. But I did not. I did not use the correct, what I thought rental value would be. So this potential, fairly good investment with a good quality property is not going to net me the type of money I should be netting. Gotcha. And that's because again I deviated outside of where I'm comfortable with. And I did my market research, but there's only so much market research you can do online. It's it's. Uh, it's limited, you know, it's limited information. Although you have all the information at your fingertips in today's world with the internet, you still are limited with how to evaluate that information, digest it and spit out some sort of business model and game plan based on that information. The internet will give you information, but it won't give you the intric the intricacies, so to speak. Yeah, so knowing the market's not just spending a few hours on the internet. It's just, yeah. it's not. Now it can ha it can help in some in some aspects. Absolutely, in the it's, beginning. Of, it's yeah. a huge tool. Yep. Yeah, it's absolutely a huge tool. So yes, so what I would say is stick stay close to if you're not an out of state or, or out of the country investor and you're just local. What I would prefer that you do is um, focus on areas like I, I'll tell people to triangulate there mm -hmm. where they work, where they live, and maybe where they have family or, or visit or have a hobby and maybe do a triangle and then 
hash in those er that area and focus on some areas within that area, okay? Because it just makes life easier if you're driving to work every day and you drive through this specific neighborhood, you can check to see if there's uh, an empty house. So you can check to see if the high, there's high grass and you can call that owner. Or you get to know the local government or the mayor or you get to know some of the council people. And you're, or if you buy rentals and you have them there, then you're constantly being able to um, check on those rentals, right. right? Drive by, say that, you know, neighbors are complaining that the trash is high, so you get to drive by because you're in that neighborhood. Maybe knock on the, the tenant's door and say, hey, please, can you, can you take care of this? So you can keep a close eye on not only what future investments could be available, uh, because the mayor calls you because you're always in the area and you've talked to the, the mayor and the mayor says, hey, you know what, there might be some, some deals coming up, there might be some development opportunities, or, we, or the township wants to get rid of this, this property, it's going to be torn down, we'd love if you just buy it and fix it up. The neighbors get to know you. You can see how that can build mm -hmm. and grow. It's, all, it's basically you're networking within the community, mm -hmm. the community where you're, you're mainly going to be. Yeah, and you're, and you're not spending any more time driving by your rental property because you're going to work. Right. right. So, no biggie. Yep. Now, you also have to think about, well, how long am I going to be at this job? If, you know, uh, right, correct. So, I mean, you, get, you do have to think that through, but, I mean, you can't, there's things you can't control. You right. don't know when the job's going to go away and stuff like that. Right. But just make you're investing a part of your daily travels because we talk about the, the, the amount of time that each of us have in, in a week. And I think, believe it's 268 hours. And man, after you factor in 168, 168. Yeah, I learned it from you and I recite it way too much, but I always say yeah, there's only 168 hours in a week. I'm not doing this. <laughs> mine is what, you know, how often do we sleep? How about every day? And I know, I know you're sleeping not much these not, days, but not much these days. I'm sleeping eight hours. So, you know, minus 60. Well, that's because you are handsome and, and I'm not. This is where, see, rest comes in. There's beauty rest over here. And then I get my three hours of non-beauty rest. And then. So just, I, I'm sleeping 56 hours a week. That's 112 hours left. You're working and traveling 60 hours a week. That leaves you with 52 hours, and you're eating, taking showers, brushing teeth, preparing food, putting kids to bed, taking mm -hmm. them to soccer, getting an oil change in your car, you know, you name it. Going to a, a, a workshop, one of my workshops, yeah. or you're going to a, a RIA meeting or an yeah. ACRE meeting, which is, it's just, it's all taking time. You end up with zero hours at the end of the week. Right. So that's why it's really important to focus, and I, I would I would suggest uh, focus your time and energy on one specific, not only neighborhood or area, but also a specific style of investment. So maybe you're not looking in uh, Brentwood or Bellevue or Carnegie, but you're looking at in those three areas, you're also looking at only single family homes and multifamilies. You're not looking at commercial tracts of land, things like that. Now, once you get to master those areas and you know them backwards and frontwards and you know values and when something comes on the market, you can make an offer on almost sight unseen, then you can expand that into different aspects of real estate, which could be commercial or, or raw land or maybe small developments. So don't get ahead of yourself. 
which again, every day I have to remind myself of that. I, I bought a, a truckload of properties last year and a small truckload I shouldn't have bought. You know, you kind of get addicted to the deal. Get addicted to right. making a deal. And then, and then the collateral damages, no one's taking care of those deals. No one's managing the projects. They're sitting there just sucking up money because you're making mortgage payments on them and nothing's happening. And so I'm just scaling back and working smarter, not harder. And then once you get the right people and right team around you and you just focus on specific area, neighborhoods, types of properties, you become very efficient at it, then you can expand from there. That's what, go ahead. No, yeah, no, I, I wanted to piggyback off that because we talk about it a lot and I, I was hoping you could embellish on this too because um, this it's almost, you know, don't take on too many projects at once either, right? Because that's something mm -hmm. that we see people, they, they get underwater too quick because they know the area and, you know, you know the area, you've had a little bit of success and then all of a sudden you take on five, six, seven, eight properties at once and then there's nothing happening, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Then there's no action. Um, we've talked about that a lot. I just thought maybe you would touch upon that again too. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. You have to know your limitations. The problem, here's the challenge. You get addicted to the deal. That's right, yeah. I mean, you really that. do. And I found myself chasing rainbows on a daily basis. <laughs> <laughs> you know, trying to catch that leprechaun. And go chase and waterfalls. It's, it's just not, it's not prudent. It's not a, a good way to do business. Um, but it's, it's highly addictive. And then, knowing as an entrepreneur and someone who's hungry and wants to make a name for themselves and someone who wants to succeed and that's their their like their whole who I am type of mentality mm -hmm. it's hard for them to pull back right right because my wife is completely different she's like why do you do that i said well if i didn't do it we wouldn't be where we are mm -hmm. but on the other hand if i didn't do it we wouldn't have you know with more more things come more problems come more you know, right. responsibilities. More money, more problems. So I, I don't mind making more money and it's it's fun and, you know, it opens up doors for you and opportunities, but maybe do it at more of a controlled pace so you have more of an enjoyment of life versus just your main focus is to make money and, and make a name for yourself and become this, what you feel is successful, uh, you know, whatever that whatever that definition of success is for you. See, the biggest thing that I always go about is trust the process. The process will make you a success. And overnight success typically does not stand. You know, they, they, that's they come true. and go. That's um, true. Yeah, the process, that's a good way to put it. Trust yeah. trust that process. And I'm, I'm hoping that this 15 minutes or whatever is, you know, this, this short time is going to help you create that process for yourself. Yeah. This is just one segment of it. And this is my opinion of it. There's... Everybody has an opinion. There's thousands and millions and billions of them. <laughs> but this is just coming from someone who's done it for a while. And I, I, I can say I'm, I'm not this, the most successful real estate entrepreneur by far. I'm not even close. But you, you don't have to be super successful monetary-wise or number of units-wise to know how to do it. Right. You know, like Bill Belichick, probably one of the greatest NFL coaches ever. Right. Uh, um. He, he couldn't play in the NFL. No, right? He's no. not. He's not the best of anything. But no. he he's he's good at. He knows he knows a thing or two. Yeah, he so knows how to learn, within his, learn from that guy and his yeah. scheme. Right. He has a process, and he trusts his process. And I'm no Bill Belichick. It's a real. I'm not the Bill Belichick in wow. real estate. 
No, well, but you're the deacon of real estate. Yes, yeah, so I am. Self-proclaimed deacon of real estate. <laughs> so I think we covered it, right? I mean, I just wanted to mm-hmm. say maybe stay focused. Um, stay within your, your your area. Keep your investments close because you can keep an eye on them and then uh, grow from there. The biggest thing is know your limits and and really remind yourself of the basics sometimes. That's why a lot of, you know, we, we cover topics like this is it might seem, you know, oh, yeah, well, I know what I'm doing. Sometimes it's good to hear these little things because we the fundamentals are the key to everything you do in life. And just rehashing stuff like this um, might get somebody out there to slow down a little bit or speed them up a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think you've helped us all. Ah, thank you. And that's why you're the deacon. Ah, well, I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. All right, so looks like we're done with this episode, guys. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it. Um, again, all the outlets I plugged at the beginning, please search us there. Just search Deacon Hoover or Deacon Hoover Real Estate Advisors. You'll find us all over the internet right now. Make sure you're searching Alex Deacon and Ian Hoover as well. Um, they have a lot of projects going on. Um, for everyone at Deacon Hoover Real Estate Advisors, my name is Adam. We greatly appreciate you tuning in. We'll see you next time.